When you have a thyroid problem, especially hypothyroid, you can feel so tired all the time. So of course you're looking for solutions to help you feel energized. And so many people turn to coffee. As you heard in the last episode where I was talking about fear, well, coffee can do the same thing that caffeine can release the adrenaline in your body, which can cause weight gain. If you didn't hear that, head back to the last episode to hear about stress, fear, and weight gain. But today let's talk about coffee and can you drink coffee with your morning medications and is there something else you can do that's a little better for your health? Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to give up coffee. You can make your own decisions. What I'm going to do in this episode is educate you about you know, what you can do to wake up, what you can do when you drink your coffee, all of that. So welcome to the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. My name is Esther, and I am the host of this podcast that is solely here to help you explore the root causes of your autoimmune condition. I want you to be able to discover holistic solutions to address your own Hashimoto's thyroiditis. You have control. I want you to know that you are in control of your health journey. I am here beside you to help you, to educate you, to guide you so that you can have a better health outcome. So let's talk about coffee. Now, most people who are coffee drinkers want that cup as soon as they wake up because it does a couple things. First of all, it helps you feel more awake. And second of all, some people like it so that it starts their bowels moving so that they can have a bowel movement before they go to work or before they start their day. Those are the two most frequent things I hear, but usually people want coffee while also for routine. It's just their habit. It's what they do, Um, but they want their coffee to help them feel awake. Now, if you take medication for your thyroid, you probably will hopefully have heard, do not take this medication with your coffee or with any caffeine, actually. This goes for green tea, black tea, even hot cocoa. If you start your day with hot cocoa, if you have caffeine in the morning, this applies to you. So if you take levothyroxine or Synthroid or something, you should not be taking anything with caffeine or consuming anything with caffeine for at least one hour after you take your medication. So most people who take levothyroxine or Synthroid have it up next to their bed with a glass of water. If you don't, I encourage you to do that. That way you take it very first thing, which helps so importantly you don't forget it and also so that you get it in your system before you go downstairs to eat breakfast. All right, so you take your levothyroxine or your Synthroid or whatever your medication is first thing. Why do you have to wait an hour? It's a good question. And can you be like, can you fudge with that hour? Well, here's why it's important and you can decide about fudging. Personally, I wouldn't. Um, It's because when you have caffeine, it changes how quickly your medication goes through your intestines. And when it changes the speed, then you do not have the correct amount of medication absorbed, which means you're not getting the right amount of medication. Of course, when you take a medication, especially something for your thyroid, it is so calibrated, so titrated exactly towards you and what you need. And if you're messing with that, not necessarily messing with the amount that you put in your mouth, but the amount that you absorb, then you're causing problems. And maybe your doctor is going to like change your dosage because not enough medication is getting into you, like into your body. Of course, it's going through your intestines, but then it's going right back out, right? So you want to make sure that when you take your medication, that you're getting all of your medication. If you drink 
caffeine within one hour of that medication, it changes how much medication you actually absorb. So this can lead to, of course, inaccurate medication dosing, but it can also lead to increased thyroid symptoms. Now it can lead to hypothyroid symptoms if you have the correct amount of medication and then you're drinking caffeine. So not so all of the medication doesn't get to you, then of course you're going to feel hypothyroid. And if you go through a long period like that, then your doctor is like, oh, we need to raise your medication level because clearly you need more. Well, what the provider didn't know is that you had the right dose. It just wasn't all getting to you. So your doctor raises your dose and then you hear this podcast episode. You're like, oh, I need to stop drinking coffee. So you stop drinking coffee and now all of your medication is getting into you, which now all of a sudden is too much. So you could have hyperthyroid symptoms. Now, hypothyroid symptoms is basically when your body is running too slow, where everything is running too slow, more mental fog, mental fatigue, more mental health problems like depression and anxiety, more metabolic problems like, you know, your metabolism is slow more feeling cold, more feeling perhaps you're having more constipation or gut problems because things are moving slow. Typically, that's hypothyroid. Now, hyperthyroid is kind of the opposite because things are running too quickly. With hyperthyroid, people will um, feel anxiety and they'll feel heart palpitations, like your heart beating too fast. Those are some of the first symptoms that are most commonly referenced when people have too high thyroid, when hyperthyroid. So you can have both of those, either of them, as a result of having coffee with your medication. So just be aware, as a result of this episode, when you make changes to when you drink your caffeine in the morning, just be aware, like if you're feeling hyperthyroid, maybe now you're getting too much medication and you need to talk to your provider about reducing your amount. And you can tell them, hey, I was drinking coffee with my medication every morning and now I'm not. So I think I need a medication dosage. And hopefully your doctor understands um, why that would be. I should note that I'm saying all thyroid medications, but there are is one specifically where it's not absorbed as much in the intestines, so it doesn't matter. And that is liotherinine. It's the brand name is Cytomel. So if you're taking that one, your morning coffee should be just fine. So I thought about doing this episode when I was talking about caffeine last week. And then, and you know, sometimes you're thinking about something, but you haven't really decided. And then you see something else. You're like, oh my goodness, that's total confirmation. I absolutely need to talk about that. Well, that's what happened this week. So I was thinking about doing this episode about coffee. And then I saw this comment on Reddit. This person said, it doesn't matter how many cups of coffee I drink, I still find it difficult to get less than 12 hours of sleep in order to be fully awake and rested. Yes, there were a lot of people who commented under and were basically saying the same thing. They're saying, I've turned to coffee and it's not working. I, I'm not feeling rested in the morning and I'm not feeling awake. I'm not feeling energetic during the day. The coffee isn't enough. And that is such a problem because when we are so fatigued, we're looking for something for an energy boost. So people turn to coffee. But the irony is that the very thing that you use to help you 
is working against you. Because like I said in the last episode, when you drink coffee, when you have caffeine, it stimulates your adrenal glands to put out adrenaline. And then the adrenaline the adrenaline is releasing glucose. If the glucose isn't used, then that's stored in your fat cells. So when you drink even black coffee, you could be gaining weight. In fact, there are, you know, personal experiences of people who didn't change their diet at all. They didn't change their exercise at all. They didn't change their stressors at all. All that they, all that this person that I'm thinking about did, she went from her morning cup of coffee to five cups of coffee in a day. It was all black coffee. And she had gained, I think it was 15 or 20 pounds. I want to say 30, but I think it was 15 to 20. It was a significant amount. And she was trying to figure out what in the world is going on. And that's what it was. It was because she was drinking her coffee, looking for more energy. And instead, the energy was being released from her muscles in the form of glucose. It wasn't getting used, so then it was getting stored as fat. And five cups of coffee a day was turning into 15 and 20 pounds, which is pretty significant. But it's not just our weight. When your adrenal glands are constantly asked to put out more adrenaline to you know, help you with that stress response, they get tired. And there is a thing called adrenal fatigue. In fact, the adrenals and all of the things that they put out, those are all hormones too. And there is a very strong link between your adrenal health and your thyroid health because they're both thyroid or they're sorry, they're both hormone related things. So you really want to like, take care of your adrenals and coffee can be heard on them. But again, you're looking for more energy. So what are you supposed to do? Because everybody says you need more energy, turn to caffeine. And hey, if coffee isn't enough, then turn to the latest energy drink. And yikes, that is not the answer either. Not only do they have way more caffeine, but a lot of times they have extra things in them too. Let's stay away from energy drinks unless they're clean, unless they are, you know, nootropics. I am a big fan of nootropics. And a lot of times those are marketed as energy drinks. Nootropic is like brain food. I have one that is my favorite. I am really caffeine sensitive. I don't drink coffee. I drink some tea and I usually have it light because of that caffeine. But there's one new tropic that has caffeine in it. And when I have it, I don't feel jittery. I don't get, you know, any of the bad symptoms that I do from caffeine. Instead, I have like so much mental energy and mental focus, mental clarity. Like I can get things done. It's wonderful. And I feel physically energized too. And yes, the caffeine is going to have a caffeinated effect no matter what. But I feel like that nootropic is so good for my brain because because again, it's nootropic, so it has extra things in it for my brain, for my brain health. So if you have a good nootropic that you like, I'm not saying stay away from that. However, I am saying look at the caffeine in it. Some of the nootropics have a lot of caffeine in them, and they are going to tax your adrenals. It's just, you know, caffeine. So I sometimes use the decaf version of my favorite nootropic, and sometimes I use the caffeinated version. But to take care of my hormones, to take care of my adrenal glands, I choose not to have the caffeinated one every day. And that is a choice that I am, you know, showing you what you can do. I'm not saying you have to give up your caffeine. I'm telling you how it affects your adrenal glands, how it affects your energy, how it affects your thyroid medication. But let's talk about that energy because that's really the goal, right? The goal is not because I want to drink coffee. Well, maybe it is for you. 
But the goal is really, I want more energy. I want to feel alive. I want to wake up and be awake. So then what? If you're not going to have caffeine, then what do you do? I have three M's for you. So the three M's, we're going to go over each one. It is morning sun exposure, movement right away, and mitochondrial health. Let's start at the beginning. Morning sun exposure. It's pretty self-explanatory. When your eyeballs see sunlight in the morning, it sends a signal to your whole body to wake up. It can be a game changer. It regulates your body's internal clock. It enhances your wakefulness. If you start out within um, 30 minutes of waking up, you see the morning sun, you will be more awake. Now, I don't know where you live, but the morning sun is not out yet when I wake up. Right now, when I wake up, I check the weather to tell my boys if they have to dress warmly, which they never do anyway, but that's, you know, middle school, high school boys. Anyway, I check the weather and the weather app always tells me, oh, the sun is going to come up in 43 more minutes. So clearly you have to get the best that you can. I cannot go outside and see the morning sunlight because there is no morning sunlight. You can get the sad lamps um, from Amazon. I talked about that on the episode in February where we talked about how February feels like the longest month. And you can get those. They are not as effective as the sun, but they do help. So your first M was morning sun. Your second M is movement first thing. The goal is more energy, right? We don't need coffee to get more energy. Moving first thing actually gives you more what they call vitality. So people who study these things, they define vitality as both physical and mental energy. And they have found that when you have movement first thing in the morning, you have more vitality. But there's something else. If you want to boost that, do your movement outside both physical and mental energy increased when you exercise outside versus inside. So if you want to wake up in the morning, go outside because not only are you going to get that morning sun, but when you're exercising outside, you're going to feel more awake. Of course, exercise in general helps you to feel more awake and alert. It's going to get everything moving. It's going to get your blood pumping. It's going to get your heart beating a little faster. It's going to get your brain, more blood flow to your brain saying, hey, it's time to wake up. And when you move, that also stimulates peristalsis in your intestines, which peristalsis is like the fancy name for moving things along. So if you rely on your coffee so that you can have a bowel movement in the morning, well, morning exercise might be able to help out in that area too. So the exercise, <laughs> the People pay college students to do all sorts of crazy studies. One study they did, they had sleep-deprived young women, and they gave some of them coffee, and they had some of them walk up and down the stairs, or maybe it was on a stair stepper, I can't remember. Anyway, they walked on the stairs for 10 minutes. And which one do you think was more effective in waking them up? It was the stairs. <laughs> so, you know, when you're a uh, sleep-deprived and money-deprived college student, you'll do anything. And then we get these studies results that tell us, you know, 10 minutes of physical movement in the morning is going to help you feel more awake than drinking your coffee. So there you go. The second M, move in the morning. So the first M was get some sunlight. And the second M is move in the morning. And then the third thing, remember, the goal is more energy. So let's talk about where the energy is created in your body. I always go back to the cell as the basic building structure of your body. Because, well, I'm the mom of four boys. 
I loved Legos as a little girl. My four boys absolutely love Legos. I think we have a million in our house and I don't even know if I'm exaggerating. We have a ton of Legos. So when I talk about the basic building block of your body, I'm immediately picturing Legos and my kids build extravagant things with their Legos, but it all comes down to the integrity of the little bricks. If the bricks aren't good, you know, my kids will not do generic Legos because even though they're kind of good, they, my kids do not trust them for big builds. And yes, they've had generic Legos and they've also had Legos from when my dad was a little boy. And those Legos from the 1950s and 1960s, they don't hold up as well as today's Legos either. So my kids are very picky about the Legos they use because they want to have really good builds. The same thing goes for your body. You need to have healthy cells. Not only do you need to have healthy cells, but you need to have the energy producing part of that cell, the mitochondria, you need that to be healthy and working really well. And that is why every single morning, every single morning, I take the ProTandem Dual Synergizer. Now that is two different bottles of stuff. One is called the NRF2, one is called the NRF1. You don't have to remember the names if you don't want to, that's fine. The NRF1 specifically is targeting your body's own mechanisms to help your mitochondrial health. And by activating this pathway within your body, it improves your performance by that energy function. Because when your mitochondria are working better, then you get to work better because your mitochondria produce the energy for the cell and the cells produce your energy. You have to have healthy cells to have healthy organs. You have to have healthy organs to have a healthy you. So you can think of the mitochondria as like the power generators. The NRF1, the little tablet, it creates more of mitochondria and it provides the nutrients that they need immediately. So these two things, the NRF2 and the NRF1, I take every single morning. And I will say that please do not take the NRF1 without the NRF2. That's why they're sold as a set. Take the dual because um, if you take the NRF1, what you're doing is you are making your cells more energetic, but then you're not helping them like reduce the pollution, the exhaust, and the effects of that. That's what the NRF2 that does. The NRF2 helps your body to kind of like clean up the rust. So in technical terms, it reduces the oxidative stress by 40% in 30 days. That's huge. And that's only one of the things it does. I'm going to read to you from the description on the website. It says, it activates pathways to support your body's ability to produce antioxidants, reduce cellular stress, and repair your own cells. It's a powerful, patented, all-natural solution to support your body's healthy, healthy aging process. So I take both of these every single morning, and I have talked about them before on the podcast. One of my listeners, she gave me permission to share this. She she went on the website, she went down to the show notes, clicked the link and started taking the dual synergizer. And within just a couple days, this is what she told me. She said, I definitely feel like I'm having more sustained energy throughout the day, even if I'm not eating the best or exercising the best or sleeping the best. As much as those things are important, if I was slightly off on my food intake or sleep intake, I would notice it the rest of the day. I feel like now it's not as noticeable, thankfully. And then a couple of weeks later, she told me this. I'm feeling great. It's honestly insane how much more energy I have. I wasn't doing that bad before the supplement, but I'm starting to have energy like I had pre-Hashi's. 
Isn't that crazy? Now, I will say that her results are not typical, at least in my experience. In my experience, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. I found these things. I started taking them and I did not really notice a huge difference. But I know from the science, I know from the lab work that so many different research places have done that it is working in my body. So I take them every single day and I take them even though I don't necessarily feel a difference. In one of my episodes a while ago, shoot, I can't remember which one it was, but I shared how one of my friends, she didn't think that she was feeling any different when she was taking the dual synergizer until she ran out. And in fact, her and her husband felt so tired that they went and got COVID tested because they were like, what else could it be? It was the fact that they had run out of these. They didn't realize how much they were working until they went off of them and they were not supporting their body's own pathways. So supporting your own cellular health and supporting the mitochondria within your cells, that is so important to do. Now, obviously, I am giving you education here on the podcast. I am not intending to diagnose, treat, or cure you. I'm not preventing any disease. I am giving you education about things that can help. So coffee. We talked about coffee. The reason you want it is for more energy. If you drink it in the morning, make sure that it is at least an hour after taking your Synthroid or Levothyroxine, whatever whatever medications you're taking. And if you choose not to do caffeine in the morning, there are other things that you can do like the three M's, the morning sunlight, the morning movement, and focusing on your mitochondrial health. Like I said, I will have the link to the dual synergizer down below. Actually, I think I might put a link to the dual synergizer plus the nootropic that I love. I told you that brain drink that I absolutely love. My favorite uh, flavor is the strawberry followed by dragon fruit. My husband loves the cherry, and we all love to try the different seasonal flavors that are always coming out. So I will put a link down below. Of course, you can click on that link and you can choose to just do the nootropic. You can choose to do just the dual synergizer. But like I said, please do not get the NRF1 without the NRF2. All right, I will see you next week on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.